I V M. Here we go again. Did you go out this weekend to a restaurant? You probably did. Or if you didn't get this one right, it's okay. We get it. What we can tell you though is that restaurants are struggling and big time. They've probably borne the brunt of the pandemic and relentlessly so. Wave after wave after wave, and now with the current wave, we've lost count of ongoing. The Omicron variant has literally flipped the table just as things were looking better. Night curfews and restrictions turned into proper party poopers. And well, what does that mean? Empty chairs and tables. And to boot, the sector is suffering major financial ruin, both in India and abroad. According to a study by the National Restaurant Association of India (NRAI), the Indian food services business shrank by 53% in financial year 2021 as compared to the previous year. The restaurant sector's downturn resulted in ultimate shutdown of almost 25% of food company operators, resulting in over 2.4 million job losses in India. Owing to the infamous variant Omicron, the government was compelled to impose a fresh set of lockdown measures. However, that is no good news to the food and liquor industry. This disruption in the industry is bringing back chefs to making YouTube videos and conducting Zoom classes. Liquor store owners are not happy either, especially in Delhi, with the new guidelines expecting these thekas to close shop by 5 p.m. Having said that, it might be doom, but not all gloom. Restaurant closures around the world resulted in massive increase in online food delivery, which means if no one, at least the quick service restaurants or QSR market is growing. India's QSR industry is expected to rise at a compounding annual growth rate of over 18% between 2021 and 2025. Although with the surge in online orders, Zomato and Swiggy are running out of discount coupons. But what's the reason? High inflation rates. 20% increase in cost of vegetables, edible oils and fuel have forced the food delivery platforms to do away with discounts. Yeah, now you know why your food delivery app doesn't show you as many coupons now. And by the looks of it, if there isn't enough support by the government, the industry will continue to shrink further. But will the government save this drowning industry? And if so, how is the real question? For the next few minutes, you are going to learn a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Preeksha Malhotra and here is the main story for 24 January 2022. Well, at the onset, I have a question for you. Are you hodling or buying the dip? It's only January and it feels like party at the markets, both equity and cryptocurrency, might be slowly getting over. Before we speak too soon, and in case you missed it, last week has been fairly brutal. At the onset of the COVID crisis, many digital communication, entertainment, and commerce firms, including Zoom and Pelton, benefited from it. Cut to 2022, stocks are crashing. Zoom lost 55% in the last six months, and Pelton's stock is down by 20%. The drop follows the worst week in U.S. stock market in the last two years. Netflix was one of the worst affected U.S. stocks. Falling 22% on Friday, 
with a decrease in subscriber growth. The drop knocked $49 billion of the company's value. Whoa. Similarly, things aren't looking up in India. On the BSE 500 index, 4 out of 5 equities closed with losses. And most of them were technology stocks. For instance, Zomato and Paytm stocks plunged 14 to 15% and Tata Teleservices dropped by 23% last week. Additionally, the crypto market isn't doing too well either. What started as a drop on January 20 has led to the crypto market losing more than $1 trillion in market value. Yes, a trillion dollar loss. Last week, the sharp decline that, by the way, has been a trend of digital assets in recent weeks remained, with Bitcoin shedding more than 15% of its value at one point. Bitcoin fell to over $34,000, a 50% drop from its November 2021 record of $68,700. Meanwhile, other digital currencies like Ether and Dogecoin too fell victim to the market downturn. But well, what's causing all this? There's a lot of factors at play, honestly, and chief among them being those of regulation. While it initially felt that Russia's blanket ban on crypto didn't quite play a contributing role, it has ended up adding to the list of multiple countries where crypto has been viewed critically. The UK, Singapore, Spain all acted on crypto advertising, while the unrest in Kazakhstan contributed to its losing its mining paradise status. The United States' future policy on digital currency, due soon, will be the latest in long line of nations that regard cryptocurrency as a high-risk investment. And that's not all. Jason Dean, analyst at Qualcomm Economics, believes negative market sentiment might be the one major factors for the collapse. The sentiments are mainly driven by negative news around digital assets. Furthermore, economists also suggest that the crash occurred due to increasing correlation of Bitcoin with the equities market. And poor performance by tech firms, as mentioned above, isn't exactly helping the situation. Amidst this crisis, buy the dip is a new trend that appears to have emerged as a result of the recent crypto meltdown. For instance, El Salvador President Nayib Bukele used the dip to buy 410 Bitcoin. Santiman studied buy-the-dip behavior on social media and found it that the majority of investors had made the call before Bitcoin's drop in December 2021 and Jan 2022. Unlike Bukele, Indian investors are steering away from the trend. On one hand, hodlers or cryptocurrency investors who hold on for dear life aren't concerned about the uncertainty. On the other, experts predict that Bitcoin's psychological milestone of $40,000 will hover around $30,000 for the time being, putting hodlers' faith in long-term profits to the test. The situation is likely to get worse in the coming weeks. So back to the question we asked you earlier. Are you hodling or buying the dip? Do let us know. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. We are prepping for tomorrow's signal. Meanwhile, stay tuned. <laughs>